0: guys if you want go in the show notes below and click on any of the companies that cassandra talks about in her episodes whether it's swell cx for reviews crimson media group for seo google ads and facebook ads or if it's local med to get online scheduling or if you even hear about dark horse tech where she talks and raves about her it services uh, go in the show notes below and click on any of those logos or links for these companies and you guys will get an exclusive deal as well so if you are interested Go in the show notes below, click on the company's logos or links to either find out more information or get the exclusive deals. All right, it's time to listen to the episode.
1: Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. (music)
0: Okay so when you look into your reports in January what do you mainly look for
1: oh, What am I looking for um, well every day I actually look at the same thing not just I don't wait until the end of the month is over to like look at reports like I'm actively looking at my production my collections my insurance aging report Mm-hmm. I'm making sure if, if, if it's over 30 days we call? to be what's going on and literally just reached like 30 days over for a few patients um, and oh, wow. RAR is really good like right now it's under 4,000 or under 3,000 like it's, it's hovering between 3 and 4 so I'm thinking like 3,500 right now which you know it's good um, it's good as far as like Insurance. So some of it is like we call them. They're like, oh, it's pending, or actually they just sent us a payment like today. So it's actually under three thousand now. We got some payments today.
0: What your AR?
1: So yeah. Or
0: or mean, what is under three thousand?
1: Yeah, my AR over thirty days. No, my AR is more than that, but my AR over thirty days. I'm really not worried about anything under thirty days because insurance companies have thirty days to pay it. So uh-huh. it's really anything over 30 days that I'm really looking at to make sure it doesn't get out of control and that we're making sure we're calling our the insurance companies um, to make sure they're sending the payment or the payment is on its way who's... or did we miss them? You know, did we forget to add something to the paperwork that we're supposed to send us?
0: So. Yeah, who's doing yeah. all that? Who's calling like the insurances and everything? And like, do y'all have a time scheduled for that or no?
1: Um, my friend as person does it for now, like, you know, it's still very new. Like, for example, I printed up my insurance agency report on Sunday night, I believe. Mm -hmm. Sunday night, I made a, a bunch of notes for my receptionist. I was like, okay, let's figure out what's going on with this, with these maybe six patients where their insurance still hasn't paid us. It's been over 30 days. And it's not like 35 or 40 days. It's literally probably like 31 or 30 three days so I'm like let's see because a lot of insurance companies pay us within two weeks two and a half weeks so I was like let's see what's going on and she did she went down the list which it wasn't a ridiculous list and she called every single one and either you know we were missing either some paperwork that we need to send them or it was just it was pending or actually it's on its way and um, so everything was answered for me that I had questions about. And it, it didn't take long, actually, because I thought it was going to take her long because I followed up with her yesterday, hmm. which, yeah, yesterday. I gave it to her Monday morning during the morning meeting. And they had some administrative time yesterday. So I think she had time to knock it out. She just called the insurance companies. And before the end of the day, she was like, I was like, so did, can you give me any updates on the insurance agent report? She was like, yeah, actually, I was able to call all of them. and. She told me what was occurring with every line item, every patient. So mm-hmm. I was happy with this. So yeah. So but for, I think you have
0: to be intentional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So far it's Jackie and Shantae, right? Jackie's the dental assistant, is the front office. Um Yeah, you're good, Michael. <laughs> so like do they listen to the podcast by any chance or no?
1: No. Okay. They don't.
0: Okay, so assuming to me they're rock stars, right? They're really great. What are some things now that you're noticing that you're like, well, we're gonna have to maybe address that later on or now?
1: Um, you know, we addressed it. I had a thirty day review and my sixty day review coming up soon. Um, yeah, I just had a thirty day review with them not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And anything that I saw that I thought, you know, there was room for improvements, opportunities to grow, I just brought it up. I told them all their wins. I told them, you know, areas that I thought they were really strong in or, you know, I see they're working towards, you know, really being strong in that department. And I also told them areas that I felt, you know, they had opportunities to do better. And yeah, and they and they actually improved. Like Literally, like, the next day, I could see improvement. So... I think you have to do it quickly. Don't wait half a year or a year in.
2: Yeah. The
1: owner then talk to your team about things that you feel like there's room for improvement. So that's why I made sure I had my 30-day review. I'm about to have my 60-day review. Then I'm going to have my 90-day review. And we also have, like, an action plan. Like, what are we going to do to improve on this? Like, what do you need from me? Do we need a course? Do we need more direction? Do we need more time to do it? But sometimes it's also a time issue. So... It it was really
0: nice. How do you do do a 30-day review on a front office? Because, like, especially being new, I'm thinking in the sense, like, okay, if I'm new to business and I've never had a front office before, I know what I want, like, in the end, but how do I – how do you do a 30-day review and let them know, like, hey, can you work? You kind of suck at this. Like, can you work on that or – Talk to me about oh,
1: I think you just have to make it seem like it's just part of your protocol, it's part of your system already that you have established for your practice. Even if you're a new practice, this is what you're going to do. This is your you know, SOP. Everyone across the board gets this. Um, yes, we're, we're new, but this is what we do here in this office. That's is what makes our office so amazing because we do things. We have systems. We have orders. I'm fortunate. I'm part of like the Delivery and Wow team. I'm part mm-hmm. of the mastermind. And they give you a performance review sheet, so it's like plug and play. All I had to do was print it up, and I put on the calendar when their thirty day review was up, and I scheduled some time for both of them to sit down with me, so we could discuss key points on the performance review. For example, you know how knowledgeable are you when it comes to your job? How's your attendance? How's your punctuality? Um, How do you understand our policies? Do you understand our missions? statements, Um, also HIPAA compliance, team player proficiency when it comes to that, how flexible are you, Um, customer relations, you know, Mm -hmm. how's your personal appearance, how respectful are you? So you don't have to have that uncomfortable conversation because it's on paper. This is what we do. So if they were being, if their personal appearance wasn't what you really wanted it to be, that's a different line item. I didn't pick that line item just for you. That's what we always do here. Mm-hmm. So it was just very easy to go through the list of things that I want to make sure they're competent in, like infection control. You know, for her, it was more like scheduling patient appointments, internal marketing, patient service focus, you know, patient education, because so she presents treatment plans. And then we we summarized her accomplishments. And we also, you know, assessed her strengths. We also assessed areas of improvement, opportunities, I call them. And I made a list four list, four strengths and four areas of opportunity. And um, since so she doesn't listen to the podcast, I could just like tell you what her strengths were. She's a team yeah. player, let's say Jackie's in the back and she's kind of like, you know, running a little behind. She'll go in there and clean the room real quick, Shantae. She's mm-hmm. really personable with the patients. As soon as they walk through the door, she'll pop up and greet them by first name because she's expecting them. She has a big, warm smile. If they're elderly, she'll help them with their digital form. She'll sit there, literally sit there and go through every line item with them, you know, when it comes to filling out their medical history, their dental history, and their insurance information.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, also, she's really knowledgeable at the front end. She has been working in the dental field for at least 20 years, so she's knowledgeable. So she really helped me figure things out along the way. Um, so that's the other strength. She helped me set up systems. And areas of opportunity, I wanted her to be more punctual, even if it's five minutes late, you know, six minutes late. It adds up when you're trying to get ready for your first patient in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, I don't have that rush, rush feel. So I'm like, you know, I really want to come here keep on time so we can start our morning meeting on time so we're ready for our first patient. So I want everyone to be here by 7.30. We start our morning huddle by 7.45. We see our first patient by eight. So I feel like that 15 minutes gets you ready to, you know, set the front end up. You make sure the lights are on, you make sure the beverage center is stacked, and the um, the bathroom is, make, make sure the bathroom looks presentable. Um, mm-hmm. All our users are on, make sure the, the office smells good. That's her responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if you come 10 minutes late, you're kind of rushing before a yeah. meeting to get everything and also the reports. I'm just be ready with the reports, because every day I'm gonna ask you the same questions, you know? But if you're rushing, you may be flustered, and you may not have it ready. So I, I spoke about that, punctuality. I wanted her to keep the lounge tidy every now and then before the night's overall check. And I'm like, oh, why is there a little bit of crumbs here and there? <laughs> I thought we were checking the lounge before we leave. Yeah. <laughs> so little things, little things. Also, I felt like opportunities needed to work on a script for phones, you know. Thank you for calling us I see of Summerfield. I hope you're having an epic day. This is Shante. How may I help you? That's how when it said not Sundays on Mondays only. So I felt like script. It was an area of opportunity. Um, also collecting payment before before patient starts care. There were a few incidents where patient was seated and money wasn't collected, and it was time to collect money after. It was like, oh, can I pay you when I make, when I do my closing next week or month? I'm like no. <laughs> yeah. So. I think it was like a like a one time error possibly. Like I think she like after that situation, she probably learned the lesson. Like we should definitely collect payment before a patient get treatment because after treatment, they may say, "Oh, I forgot my wallet. I'll be right back." Or I've heard it all. To be honest, yeah. At this point after twelve practicing. So my, my philosophy is let's just collect payment ahead of time, and by the time the patient's done, they get to leave. They don't have to worry about us. Appointments, we handle all that in the beginning. I like nice. that, so, and also keeps our um, accounts receivable, you know, very low. It keeps you know our, our aging reports really low, and that's what I like. And also, you oh. know, we're a startup; every dollar counts at this point. Yeah. So um, okay. we discussed that, and he understands that, and she understood that, and now she always gets payments. She always makes sure she's collecting copay. She makes sure she's collecting the patient's portion without a hiccup because you know after a patient kind of left without pain so she learned it real quickly and we discussed it it wasn't something that I slept under the carpet and pretended like no big deal and mm-hmm. I, you know not that I was you know reprimanding her I didn't reprimand her I was like this is something we need to work on and she was like I completely understand it. and I gave her you know then I gave her a solid Rating, and rating for X exceptional, which is E, or solid performance, which is S, or I inconsistent, that she's a solid performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our goals for next evaluation is, let's focus on block scheduling for production. Let's maintain the whiteboard, so we always know, you know what procedures we're doing, how many more we need for the month to meet our goals. And also, let's make sure the common area and restroom space looks epic at all times. So next, so for her next review, that's what we're going to discuss. Like, are we punctual now? Is it the lounge, you know, where it needs to be? Are we really scheduling to production goals? Are we maintaining mm-hmm. a whiteboard? Right now she really is. Like, I think just making sure within 30 days we had that conversation about what's great and what's not so great really has helped her guide her. And I think that's what these performance reviews are about. It's not about disciplining anyone. It's about making sure they feel empowered i know where i'm going and i know areas that i need to improve on i think it's awesome
0: yeah okay so it's more like to make sure the needle is always moving the right way so how do you ask for payment when someone asks you to pay later
1: oh the patients like when they come in they make oh can i pay like a month later or no like later? the situ-
0: the situation that happened with um was it shante where where they sat her down, you did work, and then she's like, oh, you know what, can I actually pay one next week? And you said no.
1: <laughs> oh, no, we didn't say no. Like, literally, like, for example, the patient came in, we did the work, we did the extractions, that's what we did. We did extractions, which you know always get paid before. Like, there's nothing left after you extract the tooth. You're not going to put a permanent crown. nothing. So that's it. <laughs> no mm-hmm. payment plan, nothing. So when she went up, it was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I didn't collect the um, your portion before. Let me go ahead and collect it for you. Now, and the patient was like, oh, um, can I just, you know, pay, you know, once I do my closing, that's coming up? And Shante, I don't know what Shante said because I wasn't there, but obviously Shante was like, um, I'm gonna give you a call, I to collect the payment. Um, but I'll talk to Dr. Joseph. I have no idea what she said actually. I just know the patient left without paying She didn't pay before the procedure, she didn't pay after the procedure. Um, oh, that's all I know. And of course, we filed for portion to insurance. And of course, I wasn't very pleased with that because you know, even before we started, before the error happened, it was always we collect payment. Like patient shouldn't be marked ready on the practice management software for my assistant to come pick up the patient in the waiting room, until the patient pay the patient's not ready until they pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we discussed that literally the next day we discussed it because when I was looking at my end of day reports, I was looking at my end of day reports that tells me you know what patients pay what we're waiting for insurance to pay. And if it doesn't add up for what it needs to be the next day, I'm, you know, actually, but what happened to this payment? And she'll call me oh, you know, didn't pay because she wants me to wait until she closes, but I told her I'm going to give her a call before then, that she'll have to pay before then, but what can you say if the patient says I don't have the money right now? (laughs) Like, we should have known that before we did the procedure, and we should have said, well, let's go ahead and get you scheduled for another day, (laughs) Mm, That's really what it is, like, you know, payment is usually, you know, given the same day treatment is rendered so but you can't have that conversation after you're ready to complete the treatment so it's like patient doesn't have the money supposedly all you can say is like okay i'm going to call you and follow up with you so we get process the payment mm-hmm. and it's one of those patients that you would not expect to do that to you and that's the other thing i think the patient was such a sweet patient and such a nice person should be the last person you would think of that would give us that pushback and not have the money ready for us mm-hmm. so i think that was also it. Like, oh, no baby, I didn't collect it ahead of time, but I'm pretty sure once she comes out, we'll collect it. Like every other patient, that if you don't collect ahead of time, we'll pay usually, they know they have to pay. <laughs> but- That's a good lesson though. Those, those, are startup, those are the startup struggles. Those are the things you learn as a startup that really makes you reinforce your policies and you don't get too lax daisy about your policy. You're like, no, this is a policy. And I told her literally the next day when that happened, you know, I wasn't upset or anything. I was more like, you know, Chante, before we mark patients ready, we have to make sure payment is processed. The patient is not ready until payment has been processed. And every then, she collects money 100% of the time. But I think it's just that that patient slipped through the cracks.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, no
1: one's perfect. And you have to wonder, is it a human error or a system error? I think it was a little mm-hmm. bit of both, but now we have to yeah. wait. Now we have
0: a different place. So. Okay. You said also every morning you like it when they give you a report?
1: Um, every morning and every uh, evening we talk about, well, Shantae gives me a, a close-of-day report. It has, like, production, collections, how many checks came through, how many credit card payments came through, how many insurance companies paid through check or EFT, um, we know that how much adjustment we had that day, how much write offs we had that day. Because I guess you really don't know if you're going through embezzlement as an owner unless you check those numbers on a regular basis. Like, unless you understand why you're getting adjustments, why you're getting write-offs. People could write-off and adjust without you really knowing. Like, they could have a whole person come through here get a full implant and adjust it off and adjust it, and you wouldn't know. You know you wouldn't know so you kind of have to really look at those numbers at feel on a regular basis until i guess maybe you feel comfortable not checking it every day but i think you probably should mm-hmm. and also even checks you puts in all the EOBs and all the checks but i open the mail to see, to see okay i have 10 checks so at the end of the day before i make my deposits, i should have 10 checks to deposit plus maybe checks that patient's also paid with um, I think it's just in the beginning, that's what you need to do. You don't know who you could trust in the beginning, right, mm-hmm. as a practice of learning. You hire people and you have you, you hope that you pick the best and people that are honest, but you don't know. So those are just things that I do. Um, and I didn't really even know to do that initially until Sarah Richie. From the Platinum Mastermind, was like, no, no, you need to like get your own mail and open your own checks and just know how many checks came through mm-hmm. the mail and things like that. I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't really getting my own mail before and, no. and opening up my own checks. So I guess that's important, and it's not. It also empowers me where I actually know how things work as opposed to just focusing on dentistry. It's so easy to focus on the dentistry part as opposed to just focusing on, like, the business side and the financial side of the practice. But there's so Mm -hmm. many other things you need to do, like the marketing, you know, the patient experience, the dentistry, the CE, there's so much. There's so much. But I guess if you want to be a a practice owner, those are things that you need to understand, too, if you want to grow at a healthy rate and not believe money constantly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned that you at the beginning a lot of people let you down right as a startup and you're right about that who do you feel in the startup i mean without if you you want you can name names but you don't have to but like who do you feel like okay guys really vet these people or companies or whatever because they may let people down
1: Oh, you mean, like, specific, like, vendors that I,
0: like, hired initially? It doesn't have to – it could be vendors or it can be, like, a specific type of company. Like, oh, make sure the marketing companies, you really do this checklist, right? Or make sure the contractors, you do this, right? Like, what are some of, like, the biggest headaches that – or not biggest headaches, but, like, companies that you feel like, man, they let me down big time? Oh, yeah, I
1: think some. well, I have a building. I could say my contractor really, there was a lot of back and forth with my contractor. I'm still doing a lot of back and forth with my contractor right now. I'm still, like, in the phase where I still completed my punch list, which means, like, I still have a few things and items that still need to be completed for the building to look in tip-top shape. And I really didn't know what I was getting into.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. um, also, marketing, I would say... The company that I hired for the SEO slash Google AdWords I invested like thousands of dollars and I didn't receive that one new patient. Um, and then when I was like, You're not really working for this money. Like, I don't have any proof that you're doing anything. I don't have new patients. I don't have my name in directories. I don't have blogs. I don't have anything to show for all this money that I've given you these past two months so I want my money back since you haven't done anything for that money and the fact that they were just going back and forth like no we did do something what did you do like <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. that was really disappointing but I didn't really lose sleep on it I feel like it's just part of the startup process you don't know what you don't know and you need to trust people because you know, people recommend that's what you have to be careful about when you go on Facebook groups or you know, anything, Dental Town, any of these, you know, forums where, you know, people are just recommending and recommending, do your own research, do your own research as well, talk to multiple people, not just one person um, that was fortunate to, you know, be lucky with that group or that vendor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and also really get it by people you trust not just a random person that says something on Facebook, like make sure you really trust them, make sure what they're saying is truly honest, um, things like that. And you know, sometimes you just still can't avoid it. Some people, it's not that they're, the vendor is not a good vendor, but sometimes people grow so fast, you know, especially if they're on Facebook or Instagram and they're saying, you know, we could do this me, we could do that for you. And other people are saying, yeah, they helped me. Was it just in the beginning because they were still a growing company and only had one or two clients? Mm-hmm. and now they have 100 clients, and they just can't keep up with the demand, so they're kind of like dropping the ball, and they're not meeting their deadlines. So I think some some of it is that as well. Okay. Um, but I say once you figure out, you know, within a month, a month and a half, that something's not working, just, just move on quickly. You don't lose your money. I know some people that had the same you know, SEO and marketing company for like over a year and they're like complaining They're like yeah, I didn't really get a lot of patience. And I'm like, wow, but you spent all that money for over a year before you figured that out. And then I'm like, wow, and some people are like, yeah, I'm gonna move on. I don't know why I'm still paying. So I'm just happy that at least I chose to move on like within two months. Oh, like two, two and a half months. I was like, well, this is not going in the direction that it needs to go. I don't think a Google ad should take two months to produce. I don't think a blog post should take two months to create. I don't think putting yeah. my name and business address on Yelp should take over two months to create. <laughs> so there are like red flags really quickly. Mm-hmm. I was like I could do that within five minutes and it won't cost me four thousand. <laughs> so Yeah. I was like no let me move on you know they didn't give me my full refund they gave me like a partial refund but i mm-hmm. guess I-, I should just be happy at least i did that
2: yeah um
1: and i don't have to go back and forth because that whole back and forth is a waste of my time as well not just a waste of money but that's a waste of time so marketing and marketing is important because that's how you get patients through this door your doors. so you need to take someone that you feel like is really going to produce. Of course, you have to also do your part. Once the patient comes through the door, you know you have to you know, make sure you have the tools in your in your chest to increase your case acceptance numbers. But you at least need the leads. Um, and also, don't throw everything in one basket. I w- I was grateful that I started doing ground marketing and also a lot of Facebook. You know as boosting my posts on Facebook. That's really what has produced my patience. If I didn't have that, I would have zero patience if I relied on a marketing company mm-hmm. to help me get patients through this story. So I think you also have to do your part and not rely 100% on marketing agencies to do it all for you. You have to do sometimes your own stuff. You have to go out there and do your own marketing and get to know people and also put your face out there. And also on Facebook, you know, some of it you can't really hire someone to do your Facebook, some of it needs to be organic, some of it needs to be what's going on in your practice. I think that's what makes the patients connect you, you being personable and them getting to know you as well on Facebook versus, just, you know, just a stock picture or just a fun little quote. Um, I think when if when people first started doing that, patients were like, oh, that's cute, funny. But now patients want to know what they're going to experience once they come through your door, before they come through your door. So I think you need to
0: showcase that a little bit too, and tell them who you are and what you're about before mm-hmm. they come through your door. Yeah, especially you, you sent me. Yeah, you sent me a, a screenshot of like one of another raving fan, like that was it Bianca. Can I talk about that or no? Should I? Could I have said that oh, name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Because she mentions like how she had the best dental experience of her life that morning. And then she says, I'm not joking. If you're not already a patient, you need to become one. Not being in the area isn't an excuse. We travel for everything else. Why not for an epic day? Dang. How did she find you?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Bianca was my patient when I used to work in another practice, which is like 45 an hour away Mm -hmm. from my current office, right? I used to work there, and I worked there for six years. So I probably have been her dentist for at least three years, at least. So, and I guess you know, she, we get she gained trust when it came to our relationship. She trusted me, um, and I didn't really even realize that. Like to be honest, I would I treat all my patients pretty much the same. I was having nice conversations with them. You know, how's it going? How's school going? How's work going? And I remember the trips they take, and once they come back after six months, I say, "How was it?" That's that's usually my thing, and. Mm-hmm. She told me when she came here that when she found out that I was leaving, because I sent all my patients a letter saying that I was leaving. So if they had treatment that had to be done, please let me know and I'll be more than happy to finish your case. I also wanted to stay busy, right? So Mm -hmm. I did that for two reasons. I wanted to let them know too. I wanted to stay busy. And once they found out I was leaving, oh yeah, they were calling so I could finish them up. But Bianca was unique. She was like, oh my gosh, I panicked when I heard you leaving. Because I, I kept Googling your name to figure out where are you going? I know you're opening a practice. Where are you going? But you would not show up. <laughs> you continually show up with the old practice. She goes, finally, I Googled you, and you showed up. And I knew exactly where you're located, so I called and made an appointment. So she waited for me. She waited to find me. Wow. And then she found me to made an appointment. And then when she came... You know she was just like oh my gosh that's just i'm so happy for you and yeah and, and she said it's because she was an anxious patient when she first met me she was really anxious and by the time i did all her work and after years of even treating her she was like oh yeah i was comfortable with you if i'm comfortable with you and i trust you i'm gonna follow you and that's what she did she followed me she looked for me and looked for me and then when she finally found me she, she, she really far and She's about an hour away. Mm-hmm. Wow. Forty-five to an hour. Forty-five minutes an hour away. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. that's loyalty right there. That's loyalty for me to travel from, you know, a few towns over to come get a cleaning. And you know, to be honest, everyone drives where she's from. Everyone drives to come to like Greensboro for a lot of things. Anyway, there's really nothing where she lives right now as far as mm-hmm. like major city stuff. So this is not uncommon for patients to like travel. So um, yeah, and that's good, how she though. found me and now she's a And guess what, she put something on her personal page and literally I think like two people liked my business page because of her and I believe one or two people made an appointment. So it's so important that social proof. That's what, just because she said, guys, my dentist is the best, you need to go see her. It doesn't matter if you have to travel. It's worth it. Yeah, and I didn't tell her to say this. She just did it upon herself. I just noticed that there was a tag, and then I've shared it on my Facebook page. And I was like, "Wow, thank you so much!" And she left mm-hmm. a Google review. I was like,
0: "Yay!" Nice. How um, did
1: how did they make an appointment? Yeah. So
0: when she put when they so for example like li- they looked at her they clicked on the Odyssey Dental of Summerfield. Then they looked at your page. They liked it. Do you have like a do they call you or do they have like a the link that Local Med does or what?
1: You know, since I'm so small still, like if someone likes my page, I kind of know right away who likes it. And then it's like, oh, they're also Bianca's friend. Like if yeah. I I could tell that like, they're Bianca's friend because mm-hmm. they liked my page. Also since she made that big announcement on her Facebook page, I was able to see who made comments. Like, oh, I was looking for it. And thank you for sharing that person having to like my Facebook page and also happens to show up on local med as a person that made an appointment.
0: If that makes any sense. Ah, okay, got you. So local med <laughs> yeah. was the, you know what I mean? Like they're the ones who kind of click the thing. Oh, they yeah. didn't call you. They didn't call you. That's what I'm saying.
1: No, most, most finding patients, most new patients, just booking online. Like most of them are using local med. Um, Bianca, she actually just booked on local med. She just booked herself on local med, and then I saw the name. I was like, wait a minute, her name looks familiar. And then you know. Is they have the option of taking a picture of themselves through Modento because once they make an appointment, Modento knows that through my through Open Dental and sends them all their new patient forms. So they fill out all, like two months ahead of time before her appointment. She filled out all her forms, and mm-hmm. I was able to see her face, her picture. So it's pretty seamless. Nice. Like it's so user friendly. Everything that I'm using right now, like Local Med, works so well with Open Dental, and Modento works so well with Open Dental as well. Like you mm-hmm.
0: cut out at least one employee having all these things in place i know yeah and that a lot of people ask like oh how does local med yeah. bring in new patients but i guess this is how it does it right like when it's easy like it's if people rec- talk about you and then they yeah. go on to yeah. your like social media you know click on your link it's easy
1: exactly exactly i put it everywhere though i put it everywhere i could put it i put my local med link on my Google business page, I put it on my website, I put it on Instagram, I put it on um, Facebook. So wherever you find me, you could make an appointment right away. There's no Oh, let me navigate through her website. Let me call her. No, they don't have to do it. If they're on Instagram, they can make an appointment on Instagram. If they're on Facebook, they make an appointment on Facebook. If they're on my Google, my business page, they could do that too. If they're on my website, they could do that too. So there's really maybe that's why it's working so well
0: everywhere they find me i'm there where they can make an appointment yeah that's interesting that's so and guys everybody listening you guys get an exclusive local med deal so just letting you know that just letting everybody know that but um okay Mm -hmm. time to vent what's been your biggest concern so far whether it's business or maybe it's like uh, non business where you're like, or personal, where you're like, man, you know what, the Super Bowl party, I could have, we should have been doing, I should have been 100% there, but I wasn't because, you know, I'm thinking about work. or What's been your biggest concern? How's it making you feel so far?
1: I think being pulled in all types of directions, like now that you're a business owner, like random people come through your doors wanting usually money. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, can you sponsor this? Can you sponsor that? You know, you have all these like, you know, reps that come through that want to sell you like, you know, $100,000 lasers, they want you to change your practice management software, you name it, they want to sell it. And I'm like, I don't know why they think when you're a startup, you have all this endless cash. (laughs) It should be the opposite. (laughs) Like, like, don't they know I just opened? And I'm like, why would I want to invest $100,000 right now? You know, day two Mm -hmm. being open, like, why? But anyway, I think you that kinda of like bothers me. Sometimes I'm like held hostage in like one room because if I turn the corner, the person wanting me to sponsor whatever they want me to sponsor may see me and I really don't have time to talk with them because <laughs> I have patients to take care of. But once I start talking to them, I'll be I'll be running late for my yeah. patients. So things like that. Then I'm realizing yeah. Does that
0: happen like every week? But like somebody okay. comes in?
1: happens like every day like literally no someone came yesterday wanting me to sponsor i guess a baseball team they came back today and then a rep came today and by the way came today and um she also clogged my toilet <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did that go what did, what did she tell you was she like uh or she just left
1: no, this is how it went down. So she comes to the door. I say hi, so and so. She goes hi. I'm like, thank you so much for you know the toothpaste we donated for the event that I'm having on Friday. She goes no problem. And then I turn around and I have to go see a patient. And then she asks, Sean, to say, oh, can I use your restroom? i like, yeah. So she goes to yeah. the restroom, uses it, and I guess it doesn't tell us that you know there's a situation going on. And then <laughs> a patient. Um, actually, a patient's mother comes out and says, oh, you know, i was supposed to use the bathroom, but it seems like the person that used it right before me um, stocked it up. And we're like, I can't say anything cause I wasn't there. And of course, she was still there. The rep was still there when the patient walked up to Shantae and said that. So, of course, she turned red like a tomato.
2: Oh, and, <laughs>
1: So we have to like now go there, basically lock the guest bathroom and send the patient to the employee bathroom, which thank goodness looks really nice too. Yeah, but just not as nice as the patient guest bathroom. And I'm like, wow.
0: What did yeah. did the rep at least apologize or anything or no?
1: No. No just way. Kind of like left after that. No. Uh, was there no. was there, I, I was, I was, there to
0: was there stuff in the toilet? or no
1: Yeah, it's number two. Number <laughs> two. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's so gross. No.
1: Oh my god! I, know. Oh my god. I need to get like a power flusher, and I told my contractor that I was like, "Hey, I don't want just a rinky dinky commercial toilet. I need like a power flusher because I know stuff happens."
0: Yeah, but that's not your fault. That's not your. That's the rep's fault, man. You gotta like, you. Should, oh, I would have told the rep. Did you? What? Go and clog it. We all know it's you. You know what I
1: mean? Ugh. Right, right. Oh my gosh. We didn't know how bad it was. Like, literally, I have to, like, I may have to call the plumber. I don't know. But it's still, the situation is still there right now. <laughs>
0: <gasps> Shut up. It's still clogged?
1: <laughs> yes, and we used a plunger, but I think I have to get, like, a super duper one. So, what? Yeah. I no know. It's pretty sad. <laughs> Do Tomorrow you okay. we don't have any patient care? <laughs> When, when that happens,
0: <laughs> when that happens, like the toilet's clogged, does your team take initiative and they're like, I got it? Or are you like, I got it? Who ha- who had to take initiative oh, here?
1: I'm seeing patient, So the team members took the initiative because I was seeing patient. But still, I'm pretty sure if it's still not something that can be fixed, I may have to try to do it or... We may have to get a plumber. I don't know what's going on right now because we we have to go to the store, like Home Depot or Lowe's, and pick up, like, a better plunger. Like, the one we have is just, like, a a cheap one from Walmart, so we may need need to get, like, an industrial-type one. I don't know. There's a different type of plunger out there, but we're going to try. So We know we're not going to let her use the patient bathroom in the future when she comes. We know that for
0: sure. Did you did you at least get anything from her or no? Or was she able to sell anything or not? No, we didn't know
1: how it was. It was only like we could put two and two together. She was like the only one that kinda of used it. And then once she left the toilet, all of a sudden it was, you know, backed up. So there really wasn't someone else that did it.
0: Yeah. But no, I'm saying like, did she did you at least buy something from her or no?
1: no she just stopped by wanting us to like switch over to dentrix i think
0: oh um, i thought it was something and else. Was like,
1: like how do you think that would want to like switch over to dentrix like why why like, what was your what was your reasoning I
0: just it. why did she try what to convince you reasoning? yeah why was she like oh you need to switch over to dentrix
1: she now says, well, I never get to talk to her. Like, I'm always so busy seeing patients. But so Shantae was saying that she said, oh, there's all these amazing reports that you get for free if you if you have Dentrix, which is like production, collections, production per hour, production per day. I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Open, um, Open Dental does the same thing. And if it doesn't, a little bit of, you know, just t- taking out your calculator, while we'll you figure that out? You know. Mm-hmm. so I was like no I don't think that's worth it because yeah. I think it's extra overhead and then it's just chaotic having to switch over no one has time for that as a startup so I don't know why she took the initiative and bring that up to us and clog our toilet up while she was at it,
0: so. <laughs> that's so crazy man <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, the, the, the the rep sp- <laughs> the reps sp- the reps Like, she's technically still there or her stuff is still there. That's crazy. Okay. So then, so far, um, Cassandra, what's next after this then?
1: What's next? So we're planning, I plan on taking some um, for implants, more implants, CE. this time all on four stuff. I'm excited about that. I'm also taking my team to, to New Orleans for a CE for the Delivering Wild Summit. Um, what else? I'm also starting some more SEO stuff. I signed with a different company, Crimson Media. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what the future holds with Shane Simmons. Um, so I'll focus on implants though, mainly implants through Facebook, to Google AdWords. So I'm really interested in seeing the leads I get with that. Because I really want to now focus on more production as opposed to just staying busy right now. The new patient flow is nice, but I want to focus on like specific niche type of dentistry, which for me is implants, IV sedation cases, you know, more small designs. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on this month and next month and really getting those leads in and evaluating them and hopefully starting nicer cases. So I don't have to see as many patients, just more um, quality patients if that makes sense.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, awesome. And then we'll also know what happened to her toilet and how Delta Insurance dropping it since you dropped it, right? You've already dropped it. So we'll also know.
1: Oh, once we contacted, the person that helped us negotiate our insurance unlock the pbo they're like it takes between 30 to 90 days for them to terminate completely so yes we have formally you know said we wanted to go out and network with them but it's still going to take some time so
0: yeah yeah. okay okay so then we'll
1: have to see those patients, basically
0: yeah we'll talk about that and how you're gonna run it through those patients so awesome any last words cassie
1: still enjoying this startup game it's a lot of work but it's so worth it it's so worth it
0: all right so then i guess with that being said sign is out
1: uh well take care everyone continue to have an epic week bye
0: Don't forget, if you are interested in any of the companies that Cassandra is using, go in the show notes below to check out the companies. Companies that she's using to attract new patients, companies that she's using to get more reviews, companies that she's using to better her office experience, and on the operation side and on the marketing side as well. And companies that she's using that she absolutely loves and that you're witnessing here in real time that is bettering her practice. So if you are interested, go in the show notes below and check out those companies. And remember that you will get an exclusive deal. So go in the show notes below, check out the exclusive deals and check out the companies.